This is Good Hope FM News. The death toll in a series of terror attacks in Belgium has risen to 36. Officials in Brussels say more than 170 injured people were wounded in two attacks at the airport and one at a train station. Police say at least one bomb didn't go off. Belgium has raised its terrorism threat to its highest level. The airport and the entire public transport system in Brussels have been closed. Gavin Lee reports from the airport. I've heard from a lot of eyewitnesses who've made their way outside. Perhaps the most powerful testimony is from uh, a man whose job it was to wrap the baggage, you know, put the cellophane around, around the baggage. He was very close, he said, to the two explosions. Uh, he was giving information uh, to the police. He was supported by friends around him because he said he personally saved or was pulling 13 people out from the rubble. The part of the ceiling had collapsed as well. He said two people, uh, at least, he said, uh, died in front of him. His hands were covered in blood. The Gupta family says it will cooperate with the ANC in a probe on state capture. In a statement, the family says it welcomes the ANC Executive Committee's decision to investigate the allegations. The ANC says it will meet with representatives of the family-owned TV channel and newspaper. Angela Bolawana reports. In a short statement, the family pledged to cooperate with the Secretary-General Godemantasha's probe into allegations of state capture. The Gupta family says the probe will unearth the truth. The family has been fighting allegations against them in their media linking them to factional fights in the ANC. The ANC NEC that met this past weekend described the news reports as disrespectful reckless journalism that smacks of arrogance. Mantasha explains. It sounds like Stratcom eh? Less as dirty tricks. It's like the tidbits of the 80s. What is this? The probe which started today is expected to also include party members who revealed last week that the family made them cabinet offers in exchange for business. The city of Cape Town says it's pleased with a response by residents on the call to use water sparingly. This comes as World Water Day is being marked. The city introduced 10% water restrictions at the beginning of the year. Merrill Committee Member for Utility Services, Ernest Sonnenberg, says dam levels are currently at 35.6% compared to just over 60% at the same time last year. So we're actually happy to say that um, over the month of, uh, of January and February, uh, our residence has brought along about a 10% saving, uh, and therefore um, we would just like to urge the residents to continue with the effort in saving water because obviously we have to make sure that we've got sufficient water for our next summer. Western Cape Social Development Minister Albert Fritz says empowering the youth is one of the top priorities of the provincial government. He was speaking during a holiday program for learners in Westridge, Mitchell's Plain. Fritz says they want to encourage the youth to take part in positive activities. The roles out our youth program, not in the confined space of the youth cafe, but also going more to civics. We are coming, Ramadan is coming up now in June. We plan a whole lot of events around Ramadan, around inclusiveness of everyone, Muslim, Christians, all of us. And so we're very excited. And today, the focus on saving water and disabilities. And finally, the rand is currently trading at 15 rand 30 to the dollar, 21 rand 72 to pound sterling, and 17 rand 70 to the euro. Gold is trading at $1,253 an ounce, and the price of Brent crude oil is at $39.84 a barrel. For Good Up FM News, I'm Leanne Williams.